Welcome back to another episode from the Arts Campus. This is Keith Cromwell, Executive Director of Red Mountain Theater. Today, I want to introduce you to some special friends of mine. I've known this dynamic duo for 30 years. Marcy Heisler and Zena Goldrich, the prolific writers of music that everyone knows, but they may not know who wrote it. I had the pleasure of working with them almost 30 years ago at the Ordway with a song cycle called Adventures in Love. Every time I talk to them, I consider how could I produce a next song cycle featuring their amazing music. I know you're going to fall in love with them just as we have. Here we are today. I'm so excited to be talking with two of my favorite composers in the world, Marcy Heisler and Zena Goldrich. We are thrilled to have you today. Hello. Hi, Keith. <laughs> you. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you're safe where you are. And um, I'm thrilled we are in the process of opening our arts campus. And as I look back to some of the amazing people we've had down here, can you believe your first time down was 2007? <gasps> oh my gosh, seems Isn't like that? yesterday. I know. No, I remember when we came down, you were talking about, and we really hope to have this beautiful new campus. And then one day you showed us draw. I remember it was like, and here it is, right? It's coming. Yeah, 13 years later, oh my God. Oh, yeah, maybe it was 13, maybe not on our first visit, maybe on our second visit. No, didn't you're right. Sketches, it was. It did didn't, we, didn't we see sketches, Keith? Did we see like some blueprints of it and everything? How exciting to have it yeah. you know, come to fruition like that. Amazing. I cannot wait to see the real thing. Oh, it's unreal. And please, God, let us walk out of this um, dark tunnel of COVID and, and walk into a place where we can gather together beautifully. So oh, I can't wait for that. as soon as it's safe, I'm flying you down. Excellent. So most people, many people don't know, and I can't even remember what year it was, but I first met you when we were doing uh, what I would call, I guess, a song cycle of your music at the Ordway. And I still want to produce Adventures in Love and re yes. re reboot, revive it. Yes, yes. You know, Keith, I can tell you it was probably 1999. I believe oh. that we did it. I know. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> oh, my I gosh. Our I show can vote, as you like to say, Zeno. I love I, that we've known I each other that drink, long. I, vote. <laughs> I remember sitting there even at that young age thinking, I haven't been around the masterful turn of both musical line and lyric. And sitting in the presence of that show, I just was like, I was so like Hollywood. I don't know. There's like a movie where it's like, I believe everything can possibly happen. Aww. It was so exciting. We so. loved being there. It was really fun. And, and, you know, that was the show that started it for us. It was our first official production. And for a young writing team, that be a really big deal. It's always getting that first one that's really, you know, a challenge. And and once we got that, we were able to get, you know, other things and move along and become Marcy and Zena. <laughs> exactly. And let's talk about becoming Marcy and Zena. What's, oh what's on your plates now? And I remember, um, I guess it was two years ago, our First of all, when you come and sing with our conservatory kids and our cast got to sing Junie B with you oh, and they, I mean, that's stuff that kids will remember when they're getting older and they didn't even realize what happened, but I'm jumping around, but thank you for sharing your music with our kids. And then they got to come over and see your show at the Alliance and give us an update. 
Oh my gosh, that was so much fun to see them in the lobby. It was so unexpected also. It was such a surprise that they, um, for those of you who, who don't know this story, um, the kids from Red Mountain um, surprised us with a beautiful arrangement of Ever After, which is one of the theme songs of Ever After. I guess that would make sense. And uh, they gave a beautiful, spontaneous lobby performance. And it's something that Zine and I will always treasure. And the, entire, the entire lobby just stopped. There were also <laughs> people milling around and stuff. And we were talking with the kids. And all of a sudden, they started singing and heads started turning. And everybody's like, what's that? What's that? And they started singing like in, in just beautiful choral voices. And jaws were on the floor it was so moving it was so great and uh, we were thrilled that you guys made the trip to come see the show right. goosebumps remembering it and I, I mean i'll tell you something else keith as zina and i look at our to-do lists i really would love to do more arrangements of those songs and we'll, we'll have to try them out on your kids we really will you got it you got it and guess what we have a full-fledged brilliant professional recording studio in our new arts campus so we'll record them and send them back to you oh my gosh Oh. That's that's music to my ears. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And next time you guys are here, if you want to cut anything just to do any demos or anything, you got it. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So what's, what's are you working on? I know COVID hasn't really slowed you down. So what are you headed into now? Well, it's interesting that you you talked about maybe rebooting Adventures in Love because one of the things that Zine and I are indeed doing is now, you know, now that I'm old, I won't say Zine is old, I'm old. <laughs> but uh, I never get older. <laughs> That's right. Zina is ageless. Um, we, you know, we, we really do have an inventory of these love songs that we've done in concert and in other venues. And we have been approached by a lot of people to put them all together in sort of either a review a la Adventures in Love or a review with a storyline a la Mamma Mia, you know, a, you yes. know sort of creating a storyline um, around some of our songs about, you know, the search for love and all of its uh, hills, valleys and, and ski slopes. Yes. Um, so we're we're sort of um, looking at various different approaches. We have one approach where we're talking about uh, collaborating with an orchestra or doing a string quartet um, versions of that, and some others. And we're working with a, a couple different writers. And you know, we we will have that to show you pretty soon. Look, you know that I've always been the one that's been like, when can we do this, and how can I be a part of it? So, yeah, you want to bring that here and workshop it, woodshed it, anything. I don't even care if you just need a couple of weeks to get away to a beautiful new arts campus to work. Bring it. Only if you oh, yes. to sing and dance with us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. That's so, um, as you continue to sort of. Um, Think about coming out of COVID. Are you going to do, be doing concerts or what's the first thing on your docket? Well, we certainly hope to be doing more concerts. I mean, I cannot wait to get onto a stage with Marcy again. We always have such a good time. And it was something we enjoyed doing so much, like traveling around the country to different um, uh, theaters and, and uh, concert venues. And, you know, just that, that kind of... Um, the immediacy of it, right? The live, this is what we do. We're in theater. We do live stuff. So right. to have that back in our lives will be really wonderful. Um, so I think we'll probably be scheduling some of that as, as soon as we possibly can. And in the meanwhile, we've actually been um, writing, we've been working on a, a, a show that was uh, designed by um, Jody Pico, the author, and Tim McDonald. And it's a, um, it's a COVID musical written during COVID about COVID. Wow. So not in not remembering what it was like, it's, we actually wrote it during this past year and it's five different teams. 
with Whoa. five stories uh-huh. and five different directors. And, um, but, uh, there's it's just really exciting stuff so we were able to keep our pencils sharp during this time as well well what a interesting project man keep me abreast of that one too you know i'm absolutely absolutely love that idea um as you think about i know we're all longing to return to the intimacy of 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 really being in performance with our audiences again as you um this is a little challenging question but as you think back to coming here for the first time in in 2007 and actually which some one of you had been here before had family somewhere around, I think, or something like that. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm forgetting. Uh, my mom used to travel to Birmingham a lot. Right. Actually, she did a lot of, uh, a lot of work in Birmingham. So uh, she'd been there. She would go to the, they would all go to the, I don't know why I'm telling this, but I just found it so charming that they would all stay at the Tutwiler. Is that the name of the yes, hotel? That's right. right? And, and the bartender always knew when all of my mother's colleagues and she would come, they'd all meet there. And the first day they would get there, they would come down to the bar and, and the, the bartender would say, why, Miss Siddle, it's so nice to see you. <laughs> there you go. I just found that so incredibly charming. I'm like, I need to go to this bar. So we That's need to Birmingham. That's awesome. I do need to come back. You know, it was great. Well, yeah. and I'll tell you, I'll give a big shout out to the just the Birmingham arts community as a whole. I think that when we came down here, it's so vibrant and it's so um, I, I think there's so much interest. And it was it was so exciting to see, um, you know, not only not only about, you know, when we create things, but how the audience is really there to receive everything that we're trying out. Because we don't always know, you know, when we're creating, we don't know. Uh, you know, what the outcome is always going to be. And I have found the Birmingham audiences to be so receptive and so supportive. And I really, you know, I can't wait to get back in the thick of it. We're going to make that happen. And I love that, that concept. I love that you guys are very, you're, um, you're really, your bar is always set very high, but the fluidity with which you get there is something that I loved watching the kids experience with you in rehearsals. You know, do you want to sing this? Should I sing this? How are we going to get into this one? You know, and yes, you had structure, but there was still this, that there was a breathing live idea of we're just going to make our art happen tonight that I loved. I remember working with the kids and I have to tell you, uh, you know, being at the piano and we, we did a couple of, you know, we made a couple adjustments. We did, you know, oh, I like what you're doing over here. How about some of this? And, and but to see their the joy in their faces of performing and to see the um, enthusiasm with which they just wanted to, what if we had said, can you sing that while standing on your head? I am sure that all of them would have done it. They were, they were so invested completely. And, and that is such a, when I think about the things that I miss right now during this, this time, that's one thing, just being able to work with the students and, and feeling their just true love of the art form, you oh. know, creating together. Right. And people don't realize that, you know, we are, you know, as writers of original material, you know, we're like, you know, moms, we don't always know what our kids are going to do or how they're going to sound. And it's very exciting to put our material on new, wonderful artists, young artists, and see what they'll do, you know, to have that full sense of discovery. It's a big sense of discovery for us as well. And, and then, and, you know, the not knowing is just very exciting and watching things grow with such such amazing talents and watching them also discover things about, you know, the way a song might fit on them or, or having them bring their own voice to it. I mean, Zine and I are very huge advocates of, you know, singing your own song and doing your own thing and, and discovering individual voices. And I think that, um, 
when people are game, you know, when people aren't afraid to just see what happens, real magic can happen. It really does. And you guys are the moms, I'm the dads. And so I was standing <laughs> yeah. on the side watching the kids with you and nothing does make me more happy when I see that they are able to really listen and take direction and make um, small adjustments and, and they, they're malleable in the art form. And I love that we've, you know, I'm a disciplinarian, but art has to have a, a flexibility to it as well. And so thank you for bringing that to our kids. It's a gift. You can't know um, how cherished it is. So thank you. It was a gift to us as well. You know, it, it really is that kind of communal spirit. And that's why we all do this. That's why we love it so much. You know, yeah. um, are all those kids in college now or something? No. Are they grandparents? What's going on? This is a really challenging year. We've had 12 seniors in this horrible COVID year. God bless them. So I've been really trying to salvage their rites of passage. And so we're going to have a concert on the plaza outside uh, next month and we're going to really work towards a safe way to do their showcase in June. Mm -hmm. So we'll make it. We'll get them there. I know you will. If anybody will, you will for sure. Uh, I'm a willful person. So I hope it happens. (laughs) I can't thank you enough again for taking the time today and over the years coming down and just please know that there's a place for you here. And I look forward to having you both back as soon as possible. We cannot wait to have that happen. We will be there. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you.